Thanks for tuning in to Freedom House Podcast. We're always encouraged to know God is working through this church as we change our world one life at a time. We'd love to stay connected with you by following us on social media at Freedom House OC, as well as our YouTube channel. Let's listen in on today's message. Praise God. Well, good morning. Good morning again. I'm excited to share the word today and continue our series we've been on on seasons, particularly talking about how to be seasoned through the fire. But this morning, I really feel God has given me a, a word to share, and I've been waiting three weeks to share this word with you, particularly this part of the story where we've been in about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how to go through the fire. And here's what I believe God's going to do. God's going to speak to us. God's going to encourage us because all of us right now, we're being stretched. Everyone in some shape or some form, uh, we're going through the fire. We're feeling the heat. Uh, we're feeling the, the things that are turning up around our nation, the things that are happening. And right now, it's about how we manage this season that's going to determine how we come, go into the next season. How we deal with this season right now, because we're all going through it in some way, some form, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, financially. Everybody's feeling the heat, uh, you know, family, school, all the things that are going on. But I believe that right now, God has not left us. He's not forsaken us. In fact, someone needs to hear that right now. He has not forsaken you. But God wants to help us to get through the fire so that we come out of this not bitter, but better. Can I get an amen? And so we're going to jump into this, and here's what I need you to do. I need you to press the share button right now. Listen, it's going to be a very significant word because it's from the Bible. I want you to press that share button. I want you to grab that link, text it to some 20 friends. Let's get everybody logged in right now to jump into the Word of God. Be a social media evangelist. Press that share button on your Facebook and just click it and say, hey, watch this with me. Tag somebody in the comments. Say, hey, go to, come to church with me. We're going to jump into the Word. Let's, let's let God use our lives. Uh, or also text the link to someone on YouTube and let's jump into this Word. So grab your Bibles and go with me to the book of Daniel. We're going to read further into the story. Again, this is part three of a series within a series. And so uh, y'all know, I, I, when I start teaching the Word, uh, we are not a fast food restaurant church. Uh, we like to get into the meat and potatoes. And so I am never in a rush to teach God's Word. I want to dig deep into it, break it down, and uh, get you to, to feel encouraged and also equipped uh, with the Word of God. And so you can go back and watch it on our YouTube channel, part one and part two. Uh, but it's okay, part three, I'll bring you all up to speed today. But Daniel chapter three, we're gonna read from verse 20 through verse 28. And then uh, we're also going to read a, piece of, a passage in Isaiah 43, and uh, we're going to jump into this word together. How many are ready for the word? If you're ready for the word, say, I'm ready for the word. Come on now. Let's go. So Daniel chapter 3, Daniel chapter number 3, and we're going to jump into this. Let me just go here. And this is how the Bible reads here. We're going to read eight passages of Scripture to get the backdrop of the story. And the Bible says, and he commanded... What takes place here, let me just bring us all up to speed, is King Nebuchadnezzar commands and says he wants everybody to worship a false idol. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego essentially say, we're not bowing our knee to no false god. We're, we only worship our god. And because they disobeyed that, the king then is going to throw them into the fire. But I want you to see what happens when they chose to honor God and how God goes through the fire with them. In verse 20 it says, and he commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to throw them into the blazing furnace. It says, so these men wearing those robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. It says the king's command was so urgent 
that the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And it says, and these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. The king then leaped, Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement, watch this, and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? And he, said, he says, they replied, certainly your majesty, watch 25. He says, he said, look, I see a fourth man walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Now, we all know, he didn't know who, how, to, how to make it of it, but he knew that he looked radiant and glorious, and this is a picture of Jesus in the Old Testament called a Christophany. We'll break that down later in the message, but here Jesus shows up in the fire. Someone say, God shows up in the fire. Say, God shows up in the fire. Come on now. It says here, in 26, says, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the, uh, the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. The Bible says, and the satraps, perfect governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was there uh, any, nor was a hair of their head singed, their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire even on them. Now this is a victorious believer, and I'm gonna declare, and I'm gonna believe right now, that not even the smell of COVID-19 is gonna be on you when we all come out of this. Come on, somebody. I'm gonna come out with a new aroma. Shout amen. Okay, not even the smell of fire. It says, then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel to rescue his servants. They trusted in him, defied the king's command, and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own gods. Nebuchadnezzar believes in the God of the, of the impossible, or the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because they had faith that was willing to stand within the fire. Go to Isaiah chapter 43 and verse number two. I got a lot of passages today. I read a lot of scriptures. You came to church. What do you think we're going to do? Come on, we're going to read the Bible, y'all. Isaiah 43 and 2. Watch this. The Bible says, when you pass through the waters, I will walk with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and the flames will not set you ablaze. God says, when you walk through it, it's, you might feel the heat but they're not gonna burn you down. God says, why? Because he's with you. And I'm telling you right now, I know we feel the heat. I know we feel different things going on, but God is with us in the fire. The fire will not overcome me because I got a greater fire in me. He's an all-consuming fire. His name is God. And I, come on, he's on my side. And if you believe you're gonna make it through this, say, I'm gonna make it through the fire and put some fire emojis. Come on, somebody. Tell somebody I want to make it through the fire. What's up, guys? I'm getting fired up. All right. Hey, guys, see you. I'm getting fired up. I really am. I'm going to talk to you. Really, I, I, I can't. There's moments that I love to teach, and we talk, but I got to preach in me today. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go old school Pentecostal. I'm going to work me up a sweat, and uh, let's just get into the Word. Can I get an amen? Okay? I'm going to talk to you today. The title of my message is part three of Season Through the Fire, but I had a second title, and if you want to write down the second title, it's this, Miracles in the Fire. Miracles in the Fire in the fire. So whatever, whatever title you want, you can own it, but miracles through the fire. Let me pray one more time. Father in heaven, I thank you. It is not by coincidence that everyone is logged in right now. They did not just stumble upon this message. They didn't just carve out time to get into the word, but I believe this is a divine appointment from heaven 
for somebody. That God, today you want to remind us that even when we walk through the fire, we will not be burned because you are with us. Teach us, Lord. Develop us. Produce in us the fruit of the Spirit during this time. The enemy is not winning. Discrimination is not winning. Injustice is not winning. But we serve a greater God, and we're going to see the giant come down in our generation. Father, you're awakening homes. You're working on our lives. And even though we're all in some form of discomfort, God, you're moving in us, causing us to grow. So use this message. God, I am your vessel. Speak and have your way, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody who loves God shouts, amen. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, somebody. Give God some praise, amen. I got my amen corner behind me. They got my back. Y'all got my front. And we're going to jump into this, right? Come on, somebody. So, so good. Well, hey, listen, one more time, press that share button. Let's get into God's word and let's do this. I want to talk today, like I said, about walking through the fire, getting through the fire. Now, I think this message is so relevant because if we're all honest, hashtag real talk, um, we all are going through some form of the fire right now, every single one of us. I think that there's not anyone right now who is not feeling the heat and uh, in some area of our lives. Our kids gonna go to school, or how am I gonna homeschool them? How am I gonna get to work? And how, we all are feeling the heat in some way, and I wanna talk to you today about how not to get frustrated in the fire, but how to get through the fire and come out better on the other end. Can I get an amen, okay? Because I believe that, that, that God allows things to happen, not, not to cause defeat, but to cause growth in our lives. That every opportunity, for, for the believer, okay? I can't say this about everyone, but I could say this about the believer. For the believer, God has a purpose out of every fire. He has a, the enemy is not winning. I feel the Holy Ghost, the authority of God right now. But he has a purpose. When you read the Bible, the Bible was written in the context of crisis and believers going through the fire. It was written with, 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 with situations of, of things happening. And so we who are living in, as New Testament Christians, we need not think as though something strange is happening and this has never happened in history. And oh God, our generation. No, listen, God, just like God was with, uh, with Paul, God was with Peter, God was with the disciples, God's going to be with you and he's going to be with me. Just like God's with Joshua, God is with Moses, he's going to be with us. Can I get an amen? So when we face these things, I think... The right prayer, and actually before I say that, Jesus actually promised it, John, the Bible says in John 16, 33, uh, he says that in this lifetime we will have trouble. He says, but do not be discouraged, right? He says, I've overcome the world. So we're going to have trouble in this lifetime. What does that look like? It looks like disappointments. It looks like discouragements. It looks like frustrations. We're, we're going to get these things. It's going to happen, okay? So Jesus told us it's going to happen. So I think the, the, the wrong prayer is to say, God, don't let me go through the fire. That's the wrong prayer. The right prayer, rather, is God, teach me how to get through the fire. Right? So not, God, let, let me avoid it. No. No, teach me how to get through the fire. In fact, how about this prayer? This is bold prayer. Teach me, train me how to trust you through the fire. That's a lot of T's. Come on, somebody. I feel like a preacher this morning. Okay? Teach me, train me how to trust you through the fire. Let's start to pray that. 
Because, oh man, I feel, I feel the power of God. Is, is what we're gonna find in the verses we read is not just how the fire came to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's life, but how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego approached the fire. And that was the total difference was how they went through it and how they dealt with it. It's how we manage these situations, this, this, this fire or the heat that we go through in the process of how we, we, we make this happen. Now, what I have found out about life is that when it comes to managing the fire in different situations, that the best way to, to overcome is to go through. I'll say it again. The best way to overcome is to go through. You cannot overcome what you avoid. You cannot overcome what, what, you, what you try to go around. You cannot overcome what you pretend is not there. You cannot overcome what you play around with. The way to overcome is to go through. Someone shout, I'm going to go through. See, we, we, we with God, we're going to get through this. And, and, and if you look at, you know, they always say the shortest distance between two points is what? A straight line, straight through. The shortest distance between God developing us in this season is to go straight through it. It's to say, God, I'm going to walk straight through this. I'm not going to avoid it. I'm not going to get frustrated because I'm going through this. But rather, God, teach me how to manage the fire. Now, I read two passages for you today that were our foundational text, but I want to start with Isaiah. Go to Isaiah chapter 43 and verse number 2. The prophet Isaiah is talking to the nation of Israel, God's people, when they're going through it. And the prophet is not talking to a believer that's not going through it. He's talking to the believers that are going through it. And he tells them this. He says, let me remind you of a prophetic voice. Isaiah says that when you pass through the waters, notice say when you avoid it, he didn't say avoid the waters. So when you pass through the waters, God says, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and the flames will not set you ablaze. Listen to me now. The promise of God is not that he's going to help you avoid it. The promise of God is I'm going to get you through it. I'm not going to help you just go around it, but I'm going to help you get through it. Why should that encourage us? Because right now, we all are going through it. You couldn't avoid 2020, but the good news is God says, I'm going to help you get through it. Someone shout, we're going to get through it. <laughs> With God, of course, on our side. He says, I'm going to help you to get through it. Now, this is a, 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 a challenging thing for all of us because the truth is, if we had a choice, how many would pray, God, help me get around it? Like, God, is there a way I can jump over 2020? <laughs> you know, like, can we go 2019, 2021, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just look back and be like, what happened? What happened? What happened that year? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, can we just jump over this whole year? Like, let's be honest, right? I mean, I'm truth, hashtag real talk, I'd be like, God, can we just go around it? Can, can we just avoid it? So the bigger question isn't, God, you know, why did, why did it happen? But rather, God, what are you trying to get through me? What are you trying to do through me in this season? How are you trying to help me to develop the purpose that you have for my life? Now, in the context of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it wasn't how God came through their life by going around it, but it's how God came through what they went through. Now, here's your first point. Write this down. I got three points for you today and, and, and a whole lot of supporting scriptures, but here's your first point. How can we know that we're going to be seasoned through the fire is knowing this, is knowing that the miracle is often in the fire. <laughs> the miracle is not often avoiding the fire, but rather the miracle 
is often in the fire. Let's read the text one more time to get us all our mind right here. In Daniel chapter 3 and verse 20, it says, And he commanded some of the strongest soldiers in the army to tie them up and to throw them into the blazing furnace. But watch number 24, verse 24. The Bible says here, it says, uh, actually, before I go there, I want you to notice they were tied up and they were thrown into the fire. But watch verse 24. It says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement, and he asked his advisors, weren't there three men tied up and thrown into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty, he said. But look, there are, walk, there are four men walking around unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. So what I want you to see is that they were tied up and thrown into the fire, but the miracle didn't happen outside the fire. The miracle happened in the fire. I want you to see that, that, that the king didn't leap because they avoided the fire, but the king leaped because they were in the fire, and that's where the miracle happened. Now, I want you to get this, okay? Let's, let's, get, let's get this in, in our spirit right here. Is that the miracles that God wants to do wasn't by avoiding 2020, but it's by us being in 2020. I'm going to shift your perspective. Because we're thinking, no, Lord, there's no miracles we're dealing with all this economic shutdown and all this tension and, and all these political things and, and everything I turn on. And which, let me tell you, by the way, be more connected to the good news than the news. Yeah. Okay? Get more plugged into the faith book, not the Facebook. Okay, I got all kinds of preach coming. You know? Okay, trust me because all kinds of things, all kinds of opinions out there. Right? Don't physical distance from your Bible. Hey, come on, somebody. All right. All right, make sure you don't social distance spiritually from God, right? So you got to connect. The only thing, I need a physical distance from my fridge. But anyway, that's, another, that's a whole nother conversation. You know what I'm saying? Help, your, help us, Lord. That's right, man. So, okay, focus, squirrel. All right. So what we need to do is realize that the miracle is where? In the fire. Say the miracle was in the fire. The miracle was inside of the fire. Now, this is important. Because when I, when I read this verse, <laughs> is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they got thrown into the fire, the Bible never says that they complained about the fire. <laughs> okay. And oftentimes, I think that we give our own defeat because we complain about why we didn't avoid the fire, but we're going through the fire. Jesus didn't show up outside of the fire. Jesus showed up in the fire. Meaning, maybe the greatest encounter you will have with God, oh God, I feel this, the greatest encounter you will have with your Savior, your Lord, your Redeemer, your Healer, your Provider, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, maybe the greatest encounter God wants to have with you was not outside the fire, but God is waiting for you in the fire, and maybe God is saying, I'm waiting for you to encounter God, come on, somebody, shout amen. In fact, write in the comments, I'm going to encounter Jesus in the fire. So that means that the fires I avoid are the encounters I'll miss. <laughs> that I got to say, God, there's an encounter in the fire. Now, let me break this down theologically. Register for Bible college, sign up to put a link, shameless plug. All right, amen. 
The Old Testament is Christ concealed. The New Testament is Christ revealed. Jesus is all over the Old Testament. Okay, he's all over the Old Testament. And when we see Jesus appear in the Old Testament, it is called, the, it's the word Christophany. It is an appearance of Christ in the Old Testament. He's the one who wrestles with Jacob and renames him Israel. It's, it's Jesus in the Old Testament. He's the one who appears to Joshua as the, as the commander in the Old Testament, helps him win the promised land. In this particular verse, Jesus is the one who appears inside of the fire. He appeared in the fire. And he protected them in the fire. They encountered Jesus and walked around with him in the fire. And what I want to tell you is this is where Christ wants to meet with you. There is an encounter. In fact, I believe 2020 is not the year of encountering COVID. 2020 is the year of encountering Christ. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know COVID is real and there's stuff going on, but maybe we, in this season, we need to get ourselves in our prayer room, in our prayer closet. Maybe, maybe God wanted to put you in your home so you could begin to worship. Let me talk to some of the guys and girls. Maybe God had to shut down baseball and football and soccer and, and, and you still haven't prayed. Anyway, come on, somebody. Uh, you're still too busy with the Bible, right? Maybe God had to shut down all movie theaters, Disneyland, and he had to shut all down. Maybe because he wanted you to encounter him like never before. I believe that there is an encounter right now that God wants to have with us that happens inside of the fire. Now, what I see here is that God didn't protect them from the fire. God protected them in the fire. He didn't, he didn't keep them. The miracle wasn't outside. It was inside. And what we got to go is we got to realize that God is not going to deliver us from every fire. Let me give you some perspective here. God is not going to deliver us from every fire. Sometimes he will, but other times he won't because sometimes he doesn't want us to get around the fire. Sometimes God wants to make you and I fireproof. He wants us to develop us. So don't you get discouraged when God didn't keep you outside of the fire. Don't, don't throw in the towel. Don't lose your worship. Don't lose your peace. Don't lose your prayer life. Don't lose your marriage. Don't lose your family. Don't lose your walk with God. Don't lose your quiet time with God. Don't get discouraged because sometimes God won't stop every negative situation. Sometimes God says, I'm going to let the fire go around so that you can show the world that I'm with you and that you're not just, you are fireproof. That the fire in you is greater than the fire around you. Someone shout, I'm fireproof, baby. I'm fireproof. Because that is the most powerful Christian. The most powerful believer is when you're, you are, you, you, it's, it's, you, you feel like your life is on fire, but you're not burning up. When there's a marriage, where the marriage is on fire, but it ain't going to burn us up. It's a family who says our finances are on fire, but it ain't going to burn us up. If we eat bread and toast in the Holy Ghost, if we got to shut the cable off, it don't matter. We're going to make it through if we live in a one-bedroom apartment. Talk to me, somebody. Or, we're, or you're couch surfing. Y'all don't know about couch surfing. What's couch surfing? Hope you never got to be there, okay? We got to, it's, it's, it's a believer who says my, my life is on fire, but it ain't burning me up. Because I have an encounter with my Jesus. And I'm showing the, the world that my faith is fireproof. It, it seems like the world is burning around us, but it ain't going to burn me up. It ain't going to burn up my faith. It ain't going to burn up my life. It ain't going to burn up my mind. Now, now, let me break this down. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Because the Bible specifically said, it says that it did not burn their body, their clothes, or even their hair. I love that. 
Because I think about the scripture where the Bible says that, that, that God knows even the hair on your head is numbered. God says, devil, I ain't even going to let you touch a hair on my child's head. <laughs> you might lose stuff around you, but don't you touch my child. Thousand may fall, 10,000 on my other side, but it will not come near me. God says, I ain't going to let it touch her. What does the hair represent? It rep Some of us are, my hair's falling. But anyway, what does the hair represent? It represents your mind. I'm not going to let it burn up my mind. Your body, what is that? I, I am going to walk in healing in my emotional state. It ain't going to mess with me. Your clothes, what does that mean? Your provision. God says, you might be in lack right now, but don't you name your life by a season. You might have lost your job, but you didn't lose your God. Just because you're going through a hard time doesn't mean that it's going to be forever. You continue to walk with God, and you're going to see the provider. Someone shout amen, amen. of what God has for us. They went through the fire, but they weren't burned. <laughs> this, to me, speaks so much of the God that we serve. Some will say the battle belongs to God. Say the battle belongs to God. You see, maybe God didn't save us from this fire. Maybe God is showing the world how he can take believers through the fire. Say amen. The greatest encounter with Jesus was in the fire. Now, I love this part, speaking about walking in fire but not being burned. Is the Bible says in verse 25. Go to verse 25 if you can for me. Daniel 3, 25. It says... It says here, look, there are four men, right? Shadow me, shadow me, Jesus shows up, they have an encounter with Jesus. And this is the, the, the scripture that perplexed me because it said the four men were walking around. They were walking around the fire. Like they were just walking. They weren't even talking. They were just walking. Because there are some seasons that you just gotta keep your mouth shut and just keep walking. <laughs> They're just walking. I kind of thought, how would they walk? You know, like if I was in the fire and I'd be like, oh my God, it's a miracle. I'd have been like, shoot, what's up, king? You can't mess with me. You know what I mean? I don't know what I would have done. But all I know is that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with them bad selves, they were like. Is that all you got? They were walking around. They were just walking in the fire, strutting. I don't know if they were mad dogging, like, yeah, yeah, watch when I come, you know what I mean? They were just, I, the Bible just says they were walking in the fire. I looked up the Hebrew word for walking, you know what it means? Walking. Then I looked up the Hebrew word for around, you know what around meant? Around, in the middle, in the midst. There's the Hebrew word gav. In the Hebrew word gav, means that they were walking around, means that they were walking in the middle of the fire. They weren't trying to run out of the fire, Trevor. They were saying, I'm going to walk in the fire. I'm not ready to get out yet. God's doing something right now. They didn't say, I'm fireproof, get me out of here. No, they said, I think I'm just going to walk a little bit right now. In the middle of this fire. I'm going to let the king see that I don't even got to get out of the fire to still be trusted in my God. I'm going to let, I feel the power of God. I'm going to let the world see that God, you don't even have to get me out of 2020 to get me to have my worship. 
God don't even have to get me out of my situation to cause me to freak out. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to stare down 2020. I'm going to stare down the devil. I'm going to stare down the enemy and say, I don't even have to get out of this fire to stop me from walking. I'm going to walk in the fire with my Jesus. And if I got to be in here another six months, so be it. Leave me in here another 10 minutes. Leave me in here another year. It don't matter because as long as I got Jesus in the fire, I could stay here as long as you want me to stay because I got Jesus. Someone ought to shout, I'm walking in the fire. I'm walking in the fire. And God, you don't got to get me out if you don't want to. I'm cool right here. So be like, no, get me out. I know. <laughs> Problem is, you can't get out of it sometimes. But I'm cool right here. I'm cool. Because I trust my God. He's with me in the fire. <laughs> I love it. Can I show you something else I saw here? Oh, how much time I got? I got plenty of time. Okay. I'll turn this into a four-week series. Come on, somebody. Okay. Fourth week. Come on. All right. They're walking in the fire. Here's the fourth thing I saw. The Bible says, it's in verse 25. Let me show you. It says, he said, look, I see four men, Christophany, Jesus, walking Gav in the midst of the fire. Then it says, unbound and unharmed. But the previous verse we read, it says that they tied him up and they threw him in there. Andres, that means the only thing that burned off in the fire was what was limiting them. <laughs> Write this down, point number two, and I gotta preach this. Limitations come off in the fire. My God, I don't know who this is for. The only thing that burned was what was limiting them the whole time. Maybe God sent the fire to take the limits off of your praise, to take the limits off of your worship, to take the limits off of what you think God can do. Maybe God allowed the fire to take the limits off what Freedom House Church can do and serve 14,000 families and provide meals and prayer and Bibles. Maybe God wanted to take the limits off and show that we can reach more people by going online. We're going to be in the building soon. Don't freak out. Don't, don't, don't trip. I will trip. We'll come back. But maybe Maybe God want to take the limits off and say, our God is bigger than your little finite mind of what he can do, and I, my people will trust me even in the hardest situations. Come on, someone shout, take the limits off, God. The only thing that burned was the cords. <laughs> it sucks to be the devil. I mean, the devil must be frustrated every day with believers who are like, throw me in the fire. The only thing that's going to burn off, devil, is the limits you're trying to put on me. Wow. <laughs> that's the only thing that burned was the limits. And, and so the difficulty that came at him burned up in the middle of the fire. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The cords. I believe some of you, the only thing that's going to burn in this situation is going to be the limits that you thought God could do in your life. You're going to come out of this, this, 
I'm I'm prophesying to her like, Pastor, I mean, I don't know how you could say that right now, but I'm going to prophesy life into your bones. Listen to me. God's going to blow the limits off of your your life, the limits off of your mind, the limits off. uh, You're going to come out of this season with more power. You're going to come out of this with different things because why God is with you. I'll show you something else that I think was interesting is that the cords came off in the fire. That means one way that God takes off the way the devil is attacking you is by you dragging that devil into the fire. That means the devil can't handle the heat. (laughs) Whatever attack, whatever weapon the enemy puts on you, when you're walking with God, he can't handle, he got to flee. (laughs) So... There are times that you get such in a place of of praise during these moments, such in a place of of, of being with God, that what ends up taking place is that what he's trying to limit you with will literally fall off and be completely different. Someone say, God's working on me. Just say this, God's working on me. God's working on me. God's working on me to burn some stuff off of my life. Now, I believe right now, there are limitations God's trying to burn off our lives. There are things God is trying to, move off our lives. Now, I love this verse in Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 9. Let's read this together. Here's what the Bible says. It says, I will bring the one-third through the fire. I will refine them as silver is refined. I will test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people, and each one of them will say, this is my God. God says, that he takes one-third of the believers, it's a prophetic word, Zechariah was saying, through the fire. He says, I'm going to refine them like silver, but I'm going to test them like gold. Sometimes the fire that we go through, listen to me now, is not a punishment. The fire is a refinement. God is refining you. He's removing defects. He's removing areas of of worry and areas of distrust and areas of limitation. God is refining you during this moment because the cords burned off in the fire. God's trying to refine us in this time. He's trying to to, to work on us. He says, I'm going to refine you and I'm going to test you because you're like gold. That means that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were in the fire, God was refining them. He was teaching them who he was. Not who they were, but who God was. Right now, God is teaching us who he is. He's refining us. Something deep happens in you in the heat. Best analogy I can give you. It's an egg. This egg, raw egg, soft on the inside. But I did something to this egg last night. I put it in the fire. I let it boil in the fire. (laughs) And because it was in the fire, on the outside, if I put it next to a raw egg, it looks the same. But this egg went through something different. This egg went through a refinement, went through a, a, a cooking, went through a baking, went through a boiling moment. And because this egg survived Josiah's fire, it came out, it was hot, but it didn't get burned. 
But something different happened inside of this egg. It produced inside of it a substance, a strength, where now, if I were to drop a raw egg on this floor, that raw egg would break, that raw egg would splatter. But this egg, it was able to handle it. (laughs) Because it went through the refinement. How are you gonna come out of this season I don't know about you, but I'm not going to come out with a hard heart, but I'm going to come out with a strong faith. I'm going to come out with the substance that no matter what I go through, no matter what I'm coming through, I'm going to have a depth to my life, and it's not going to break me. Can I get an amen? Tell your neighbor to be a hard-boiled egg. Just kidding. Come on, somebody. All right. Be a hard-boiled egg. Maybe God is trying to work on the inside. You're going to look the same, but something different is on the inside. And I hope that that's what people say to us, Jacinda, when we come out of this. You say, you look the same, but there's something different in you. There's something different in you. Like, like you, you, woo. Like before, I'm not saying you were messed up, but before you were kind of more, more, but now you're like, I came out of this thing like, oh, man, if I came out of 2020, I could survive anything. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came out of this. Man, what happened to your family? You guys came out much more united. Man, what happened? You came out of this just much more focused. You came out of this thing not more worried. You came out of this more worshipful. You came out of this thing more appreciative of church. Now you want to be there every Sunday. Come on. You know, it's like you came out, you know what I'm saying? Before, I don't know. Okay, oh, wow, you came out of this thing more, more, more prayerful, more trusting. You came out because something right here. On the inside. Something on the inside. Last point, and I'm out of your way. You got a fantastic afternoon, and let God boil you up into something. <laughs> Number three, write this down. Promotion always comes after the fire. You heard me right. Promotion comes after the fire. The Bible says when the king noticed that they not just survive the fire, but they kept their attitude in the fire, their worship in the fire. Watch what happens in verse number 30. The scripture says it like this. It says, then the king, what did he do? He, what did he do? He promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to the province of Babylon. So, (laughs) because they had the substance, God then promoted them because he said, these Brothers, they can make it through the fire. They can handle the heat. He promoted them. Right now, I believe, and I mean this, that God is already looking at your 2021, 2022, and 2023. And one thing I know is that before God elevates someone, he always evaluates someone. And a faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. And I believe that in this, in this year, we can not only prove to us, but show the God that we love, the God that we serve, the God that said, God, we are going to be with you in the fire. And I'm telling you, promotion is coming to those that are going to make it through the fire, not on your own strength, but on God's strength, not because you're strong, but he's strong, not because you're good, but he's good, but because you learn how to get into the place of power of the Holy Spirit, because you've learned how to have a tongue of 
fire, like in Acts chapter 2, where the Bible says a tongue of fire came upon them because you knew how to worship your God, how to be like Jeremiah. I got a fire shot up in my bones that I cannot be silent. You learned how to do this, that we're ready. Promotion is coming in 2021 and 2022. Why? Because God built something in you in 2020 that now you're ready to be promoted into the next level. Can I get an amen? But you learned it in 2020. Promotion always comes after. comes after. But I need you to remember this. It's not for your glory. Let's, let's, let's say it's for God's glory. Because in verse 28, go to Daniel 3, 28, the Bible says, King Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's all about bringing glory to God. It's not about our glory. But it's about the people of God pointing people to God and saying, No, we're going to bring Him glory. In the middle of all of this crazy pandemic, it is crazy. It's all kinds of stuff going on. God was always in control. I kept my faith in the fire. I, I served the God, and my faith, watch this now, was forged in the fire. My, my praise was forged in the fire. My trust in God was forged in the fire. I know you're going through the fire right now. I'm going through it. We're all going through the fire. The question is not what you're going through. The question is, what is God doing to do through you and how are you going to come out? Thanks for joining us today. We pray you were encouraged by this message. Show us your support by sharing your favorite podcast on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Freedom House OC today. See you next week.